Hey gorgeous, if you want success on your fertility journey, you've got to have the mindset for it. It's time to kick fear, negativity, doubt, shame, jealousy, and the whole clown car of low vibe fertility journey BS to the curb. I'm your host, Roseanne Austin, fertility mindset master, former prosecutor and recovering type A control freak perfectionist. I use the power of mindset to get pregnant naturally and have my baby boy at 43, despite years of fertility treatment failure. I help women across the globe beat the odds on their fertility journey just like I did. Get ready for a quick hit of confidence, joy, feminine badassery, and loads of hell yes for your fertility journey. It's time to get fearless, baby, fearlessly fertile. Let's do this. Welcome to the Fearlessly Fertile Podcast, episode 191, Baby Making Breakthrough, Two Critical Decisions. Hey loves, woo-wee, welcome to part two of the Baby Making Breakthrough series. Man, fucking love this topic. And I know I've been going full throttle on you guys. Like, look, here's the deal. It's because I fucking love you. And I want you to be successful. I want everyone listening to this podcast to send me pictures of their babies, send me their pee sticks. And look, sometimes in order to do that, you've got to have a breakthrough. And it doesn't always come in like, oh, let's just be nice and snowflakey and not ruffle any feathers. Loves, hey, if you want that, go listen to some other podcast, okay? They're beautiful. They're wonderful. The way that I go about this is not for everyone. I am unapologetic about that. What I care about is helping you see the blind spots and sharing every last nugget of wisdom that I can from my perspective and what I see women do on a daily basis because of the unique position that I have, coaching lovably type A control freaky professional women from all over the world. Women who achieve shit in their lives. And this is the one piece they just can't seem to get yet, okay? And there comes a time when we all need a breakthrough, when we are looking downrange. And look, the last truly actionable weeks of the year are coming up on us, okay? Like it's just over nine weeks or so. Look, it's not even that. You've got to be smart. There are going to be distractions everywhere this time of year. As well as, you know, let's be honest, there's going to be a moment. You will have the moment, not the moment I was talking about in episode 191, but another really pivotal moment when you realize that you are moving into a brand new year on this journey. It's fucking sobering, right? Because when you really count it down, you take out the week of Christmas, Kwanzaa, Boxing Day, all the stuff, Thanksgiving or whatever else, Hanukkah, whatever else that you're celebrating. I mean, look, we have less than nine weeks left. Okay. It's probably a scary number of days left. And look, it's by no means a bad thing or something to feel ashamed about that you're sitting there thinking, oh crap, I'm going to be going into another year on this journey. It's not a bad thing. Okay. Back up off that idea. This is simply a time to reflect and make decisions about what will be different in 2023. It's time to think about going full throttle, baby. And speaking of which, As I mentioned in the last episode, we're going to be launching my new program very shortly called Fearlessly Fertile Full Throttle. It officially starts January 1st, 2023. I mean, bright and early New Year's Day. And I'm actually doing something really awesome on New Year's Eve. I'm going to be leading the ladies through something truly amazing. 
it's just going to be great. It's going to be a great way to start the new year. But, you know, I have some goodies lined up for them and so that they can go smooth sailing over the holidays and be super fucking excited to start the new year off with confidence, peace, and the kind of clarity that comes from knowing you have a plan to start the year off right. Because unless you are super committed to your own misery, this program is designed, designed to give you the structure, consistency, and support you need to get your shit together so you can tell a different story on December 31st, 2023, okay? 90 days, baby. 90 days with me by your side. Woo, girl. You will love what you become. And quite interestingly, what you will create, we're going to get you past that like typical hump where, you know, most people only keep their commitments to themselves for like two weeks. Uh-uh, sister, not, not when it comes to this. This is going to be for women who are super committed to making 2023 their year. And, you know, it's kind of funny because a few weeks ago, I was at a week-long meditation retreat with Dr. Joe Dispenza, who I freaking love. And he said something, like he said this really interesting thing that I had not quite heard said in that exact way that he said it. And he said, nothing changes until you change your energy. Now, to some, that's going to sound like woo-woo nonsense, right? But having lived this journey myself, beating the odds myself, and having helped a global band of amazingly wild women from around the world do the same, I know what he's saying to be true. I know this to be a fact, which is incredibly important to underscore. And I also know that every one of these women would tell you that their energy changed before they got and stayed pregnant. It was, it, in some ways, it was a sort of condition precedent. All right, there I just went lawyer on you. It's not mumbo jumbo. What I'm sharing with you is measurable. And if you don't believe me, then go back and listen to every fucking one of the episodes of this podcast with my ladies. Because not only do they talk about it in their own unique ways, you will feel it in what they share. Listen to what I just said. You will feel it. You can feel truth when you hear it, my loves, especially when your heart's ready. If you're super fucking stuck in your story and you don't want to change and you don't want to believe that that mindset matters, then you won't make the change. And I'm sure that there are going to be some that blow off what I'm saying, and that's fine, but you have to ask yourself, why the fuck are you listening to this podcast if there wasn't at least a part of you that knows this shit is true? Now, I'm sharing this with you because the two critical decisions I made after the moment I described in the last episode unquestionably changed my energy, okay? And it is no surprise to me whatsoever that Asher showed up when he did. And this is also why I'm doing Fearlessly Fertile Full Throttle. Like, I want to take women to the point where they really see this change, where it's, it's marked, and they really get excited about the momentum that they're seeing. It, it's, yeah, anyway. So let's talk about these decisions. Let's talk about the decisions that I made so that you can chew on them and see if you want to onboard them in your own life. So the first decision that I made, number one, is I made the decision I was no longer going to tolerate any 
internal or external conversation that my boy was impossible, that calling in my son was impossible, that my past was going to dictate at all where I was headed or what I could have in this life when it comes to being a mom. Now, that means immediately rejecting any internal or external conversation that what I desired wasn't going to happen. And it didn't matter who was doing the talking. Me, someone around me, it didn't fucking matter. I became in that moment my own authority. This was about me setting a boundary about who the authority in my life would be. Would it be me or someone else? For someone like me who refuses to live in regret, there was only one way to answer that question when it presented itself. And what you have to understand about that question is it will take different forms at different times in your life. There are pivot points in our lives. Yes, I had made the decision that my life would change years prior. And yes, I had made a shit ton of progress. And I was teaching that to my clients. My clients were winning left and right. But as I said in the last episode, there was still a part of me that knew there was a next level. There was a quantum leap for me. Something that was, it was a remaining piece that I knew somewhere that if I did, if I dug deep enough, it would take me straight into the stratosphere. And this decision was part of it. The decision that I was no longer going to tolerate any internal or external conversation that my boy was not coming. You have to ask yourself right now, mama, what are you tolerating in yourself and the people around you that is only perpetuating the possibility that this child isn't coming? Are you tolerating sad sack stories of woe and limitation? Or are you filling your head with the exact kind of shit that winners consume? When it comes to doing everything that you can and then some on this journey, when it, when it, be, when it comes to being a mom, you're either in or you're out. So what are you going to tolerate, mama? Really think about that. Now, the second decision that I made was I was going to say yes to anything. I mean, anything that could propel me forward into who I was becoming. I was becoming the woman that beat the odds. You see, continuing to do what felt normal, sensible, and cautious was no longer enough. Those words are all synonyms for mediocrity. Yeah, I said it, mediocrity. You know who plays it safe? People stuck in middle fucking management. People who will never know outrageous joy. People who never love to the core of their being. People who will make okay money, but never create real wealth. People who play by the rules that others make. I mean, think about that piece. Think about playing by the rules that other people make. Think about what that means. You are given one life as far as we know. Are you going to let someone else's fear, someone else's limited thinking, create the rules in your life? Really take that in. Because when you think critically about the quote unquote rules, you have to ask yourself, who fucking made them? Some dude who will never know what it's like to long to carry a baby in your womb? Some dude who will never know the way it lights up your heart to hear a tiny voice call you mom? 
some angry chick who never wanted kids to begin with and thinks it's stupid to quote unquote procreate as she might call it? Are you going to let those fucks decide the rules you live by as they throw lifeless, soulless statistics in your face? It's a tragically beige fucking existence, mama. And as Dr. Joe says, nothing changes until your energy changes. And look, if you don't like the word energy, if that's like too woo-woo for you, it's basically like saying nothing in your life changes until you change because you are your energy, right? How can you ever expect to beat the odds if you aren't becoming the woman who does, right? People who get through medical school become the people who get through medical school before they actually get through medical school because they have to exercise the discipline, exercise the stick with itness, all of this stuff. Anyone who has achieved anything had to become that, right? You don't, you don't have some like smoking hot body by sleeping on the couch all day. You had to become the woman that gets her ass up, gets to the gym, does the work, looks at her macros. Like you don't get something for nothing on this journey, just like any other thing in our lives that actually matters. You think you're just going to get lucky? Women who beat the odds make their own luck. And what's hilarious to me is people think that winning on this journey just comes down to a diet and treatment. And look, having coached as many physicians as I have, they will tell you that isn't the case. There's so much more at play here. No diet or treatment is going to change how you feel about yourself and whether you believe you're truly worthy of having what you want on this journey. And dude, if you don't feel worthy and you don't believe you can have what you want, you won't do the shit that is required. The, the little teeny tiny adjustments that you could make to put you in the winner's circle, okay? What results do you think you're going to get if you're allowing self-sabotage patterns to control your life? The truth is always going to catch up with you, mama, always. This is why when you see the pattern in the women who share their stories, whether it's on my podcast, other ones, you know, articles that you read, when they change, when something in them changes, they get new, better results faster. No excuses, no victimhood, no blaming. In fact, the woman who actually changes isn't looking for anyone to blame because she knows she holds the key. She's not a victim. She's not looking for other people to clean up her mess. Hashtag facts. And when I made this decision, I made the 12 months leading up to Asher's natural conception, my, my year of yes, okay? I gave my word to myself and kept it that I would be the woman that beat the odds. I gave myself permission to become her, and then I did. And look, I hope you see, like, I, look, I was helping women, and, and I was still doing my own work. And I come to you sharing this with some real humility. Yeah, I'm giving it to you straight up, sister. But I'm also coming to you with the humility of someone that actually did the work. This is why I know it works. Now, these two decisions represent the moment I was willing to step into my dream with both feet. No playing fucked up footsie with a vision for my life. It was now or fucking never. I was already well into my 40s. And look, I talked about urgency in the last episode. And I'm telling you, if the vision you have for your life and for motherhood doesn't create urgency in your life, you aren't fucking committed. I don't care how you justify it. Now, let me be clear about something. Urgency in this context here 
isn't necessarily about hurrying up or being scared. It's only peripherally about time. Urgency in the way that I'm sharing it here is about what gets your attention. It's what makes it to the front of the line in your life. When my team and I interview women for my programs, there are some that will bitch and complain about the level of investment they've made into their journey. Yet those are the same people that will spend $8 a day, sometimes twice a day at fucking Starfucks, get their manicure and pedicure every week, get their hair did, and then make up some bullshit excuse about why they can't invest in themselves or penny pinch when it comes to making an investment in themselves. The one GD thing they can control on this journey. It's crazy. And look, I've got nothing against hair done, nail done, everything did. But do you see how fucking bananas we can be about our priorities? I will hear women say, well, I'm saving money for my next treatment. And then in the same breath, say that they know they are the ones blocking their baby. They know they are getting in their own way. They flat out tell me, that if they don't change, they know they will sabotage themselves on this journey, but then do nothing about it. They will lie to themselves and say they'll just read more books. They rationalize why they can't leap, letting fear win the day again. It's really, really sad. They expect a different result without changing who they are being. Now, Let me be a thousand percent clear. This isn't shade. I have incredible compassion for these women because they can't see what they're doing. It's heartbreaking nonetheless because they succumb to their fear and will ration lies, as the great Bob Proctor said. They will rationalize or rationalize to themselves, then wonder why they keep getting the same old fucking results. I know that's what they're thinking because I've had loads of them come back and tell me so. I know some are thinking to themselves, well, I'll show her. I can be as negative, fearful, and doubtful as I want. I can still have this baby. I don't have to be better. Really? Really? That is a win? You think that is a win? If you think it's some kind of a win to show that miserable version of you to your baby, knock yourself out, sister. Do you see, my loves, why this is a dangerous pattern? Don't do this to yourself. You have to ask, what am I more committed to, my fear or who I desire to become? Legit, mama, ask it. Now, there's an afterburner of sorts that I see light up in the women that I've had the good fortune of coaching over the past eight years. There's an afterburner that just flares up. It's like there's this moment when the light bulb goes off and a woman makes two decisions that are very similar to this. And as I said, you know, these are my decisions. These are the two decisions that I made. But these are things that I observe in women all over the world. And in one way, shape or another, it comes down to making the decision of no longer entertaining or tolerating, as I described it, any internal or external conversation that your baby isn't coming or that somehow what you want is impossible. And then the second decision, again, this comes in different forms for different people, but it is shorthand and my description of it to say that 
there's a moment when they are going to say yes to anything that propels them forward into who they're becoming. And that's one more final point that I want to close out on is there is a moment when a woman sees for herself that it isn't just the physical, that she has to do something about who she is being, because you can only do treatments for so long before you start really asking yourself, okay, I'm doing all this shit, but what, why isn't this working, right? And when you have a breakthrough moment and when you finally begin to see the role that you play in your own success and you stop abdicating the responsibility for your well-being, physical and otherwise, then there is a new level of license and agency that will bubble up in you. And that's when you truly have this baby making breakthrough. So that being said... Now that I've shared the two critical decisions, in the next episode, I will share the behaviors that changed everything. Why? Because without taking action and changing your behavior, girl, you're just stuck in magical thinking. People think mindset is magical thinking. Poor mopes. Thinking you can change your thoughts without changing your behaviors, that shit is magical thinking and wishful thinking. Now, I hope that what I'm sharing here got under your skin and not because I'm intentionally trying to provoke you because look, I, I'm just speaking what I know. And, and frankly, I care less about you liking me than sharing the truth in my heart and what I see on a daily basis that can actually give you the edge on this journey. So like me or not, you can win. Because on the other side of all the ego and the fear and the nonsense that distracts you is a baby-making breakthrough. Can't say mama doesn't love you. My Fearlessly Fertile Method family of programs is for women who intend to get pregnant in the next 12 months and say hell yes to covering their bases, mind and body. So you don't have to look back on this time in your life with regret. I work with women that are actually committed to success. To apply for your interview for this program, go to my website, www.frommaybetobaby.com and apply for an interview there. My methodology has helped women around the world make their mom dreams come true. Their results speak for themselves. If you don't have a mindset for success on this journey, baby, you got to gape and hole in your strategy. Got to do something about that shit. Let's fix it and set you up for success. Till next time, change your mindset, change your results. Love this episode of the Fearlessly Fertile podcast? Subscribe now and leave an awesome review. Remember, the desire in your heart to be a mom is there because it was meant for you. When it comes to your dreams, keep saying hell yes.